The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. All right, what's up, everyone? Sam Shaw here from Wall Street Mastermind. Today, uh, I have Justin on with us. Justin is a former client of ours um, who has already finished going through the recruiting process. But I wanted to get Justin on here today to talk about um, just kind of his whole experience with Wall Street Mastermind, but also, more importantly, share kind of like what this whole experience was like from his mom's perspective, from a parent's standpoint, because we get a lot of these questions from parents. Um, now, you know, Justin's mom is um, a single mom. Um, she also isn't super fluent in English, so I can't have this conversation with her, but I've had a lot of, uh, I've had a lot of um, just conversation with Justin about, you know, him and his mom and what this meant for them. And so I thought this would be just really useful and really insightful for um, all the parents who are considering letting their uh, kids join our program, just, just to get another perspective, right, on what it's like to be, um, to, to have your kid inside of our program. And so, uh, Justin, thanks for um, taking the time to talk to us today. Yeah, thank you for uh, having me. More than happy to share my experiences. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, let's just go back to the beginning, man. Um, like, obviously, you found out about Wall Street Mastermind you are very interested in joining just like a lot of students that we talk to. Um, they're very interested in joining. And typically the first step is you got to go and talk to your parents and, uh, you know, ask for their blessing or ask for their support. Right. So how did you bring this up to your mom initially? Yeah. I mean, it certainly wasn't um, an easy conversation. Um, and so obviously after my strategy session, you know, quickly realized that, I mean, I guess even before going to the strategy session, like that's what like I was struggling, which is why I booked it. Uh, and after speaking with the enrollment coach, obviously realized that, you know, I, I obviously really needed the help. Uh, and so I, you know, obviously after the call, I um, reached out to my mom uh, and I obviously told her that I was looking to get help with my invested banking recruiting prep, uh, which she had no idea about. But, you know, after that, you know, so first she didn't even know what invested banking was and she didn't know that I was striving for it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when I brought up that, you know, there was this program, uh, which is Wall Street Mastermind that, you know, helps people break into investment banking. Um, you know, she obviously was like, okay, like, so like, what do you need help with? And so I obviously told her that there is an investment, you know, required in this and the investment is three, you know, like thousands of dollars. Uh, and so obviously to her, like, you know, from a low income family, like it's not something that we have lying around every day. Um, and so for her, she, her initial reaction was like, why not go do it on your own? Um, like there's probably other people. Um, and so just, just the idea of seeking out additional help to get a job wasn't like the way she was thinking about it because she thought college was like that, like that was what college was for. Um, and so, you know, the conversation wasn't easy just due to the fact that, you know, she didn't like, we just didn't have thousands of dollars, you know, just at our disposal, but, I think, you know, um, just explaining to her about the process and actually having a sit down conversation on, you know, like the benefits of this job and, you know, how difficult it is, 
you know, she kind of was open-minded and realized that, you know, you know, like I'm sending my son to college to get a job. Um, and so like, why not have him get like the best opportunities out there um, yeah. and kind of maximize his odds of getting like a degree um, at, you know, the school I go to. And so, yeah. you know, it was, I was quickly able to, you know, change her mind, but the conversation at first was, it was kind of difficult. It was kind of a, you know, it was kind of a shock to her. Um, she, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. You, you, you mentioned a lot of stuff there that I feel like we see all the time, which is one, most of the time parents, unless, unless the parents actually work on Wall Street or something, most parents don't actually know too much about, first of all, what investment banking is, but also second of all, even if they've heard of it or they kind of know what it is, they don't really know how the ins and outs of investment banking recruiting works, right? Like how does the recruiting process work? What is the timeline? How difficult is it anyway? Like what, what's the acceptance rate, which at most of the top banks is between like one and 3%. Right. Like if you talk about Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan's of the world, it's between one to three percent in any given year. And so it's extremely competitive. It's even more selective than, say, you know, trying to get your kids into an Ivy League school or something like that. Like Harvard's acceptance rate is six percent, for example. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the most selective schools out there. Right. But all parents understand that investment making is a bit more of a foreign concept, we find. Um, And so a lot of times, Parents ask questions like, well, why do you even need help, right? Um, and then the, the, other, the other thing that you mentioned too is like, well, I'm already paying so much money for you to go to school. Right. And like, mm-hmm. shouldn't your school be helping you with that? Um, and it's true. Like, college is so expensive now. It's like, how much are you, how much are you paying for school per year in tuition? Yeah, well, I mean, like, I'm on, like, a scholarship, but my school is typically, like, for a year, it's $70,000, but I'm right. on, like, extensive scholarship, yeah. Right, so depending on the school that you go to and depending on your financial aid package, we have students that are paying upwards of seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 a year for college, mm-hmm. which, if you really do the math, is a quarter of a million dollars sometimes just for four years of school, right? And the promise is that, you know, you're supposed to be able to graduate from college and it's going to make your future career prospects much better than if you didn't go to college, right? Because you can also save the quarter of a million dollars. You could give your kids a quarter of a million dollars for them to like, you know, start off on and do whatever they want with that money, but they only have a high school GED degree. Most parents make the investment to go to college because they do the calculation. They say, well, even if I have to spend all this money, it's going to be more than worth it because hopefully it will help my son or my daughter have a much better job in the future, which over the you know, 20, 30, 40 years of their career will be worth much more than you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars, right? That's, that's the, that's the uh, trade-off that you're making, right? That's, that's the investment you're making. You think that the return is going to be worth it. Um, yeah. Except, unfortunately, as we now know, um, College tuition is one of the fastest rising costs or expenses. It, it way it far out, outpaces um, inflation in this country, right? Like if you look at a basket of goods, like all the different things that you could buy with your money and how quickly prices are increasing, like college tuition, I think has, I want to say like quadrupled over the yeah. last couple of decades, right? Your yeah. salaries certainly hasn't quadrupled right the average salary of a college grad today is about fifty thousand dollars right it has not quadrupled along with their investment so you know a lot of people actually think like the college system is broken it's like 
We're spending all this money. A lot of people are graduating with a lot of student loans, uh, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, sometimes six figures of student loans, and they're graduating to a $50,000 job. And then they try to climb from there. And the average, um, the average amount of time it takes someone to pay off their student loans today is like 20 something years, right? Yeah. So you're spending, you, from the time you're like 21 to 40 or 50, all of your excess income is going towards paying off student loans, which is, that's not how it's supposed to work, right? right. And yeah. so in a way it's like, what we're doing on Wall Street Mastermind is actually helping a lot of our students make sure that they get a good ROI on their college investment, which is one of the biggest investments their family has probably ever made. Maybe aside from buying their house, right? right? Like if you've already invested six figures into college and we can virtually, like nothing's ever guaranteed in life, but if we can virtually guarantee, because we have over 90% success rate, if we can virtually guarantee that you're going to graduate into a job that pays you six figures. That pays you 130K as a first-year analyst out of college. Starting at 50K versus 130K, <clears throat> what that'll do for the rest of your career because all of your subsequent compensation is always anchored off of your prior job. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's taking your career trajectory from this, this type of trajectory to you're elevating the slope so that's a lot steeper, right? Yeah. And so those are all things that we always talk about, but I know that a lot of parents don't really um, think about it that way because going to college is something that's so ingrained in everyone's minds that nobody questions it. Nobody questions the economics of going right. to college, but something like Wall Street Mastermind where, Hey, Oh, you can actually hire a coach to help you get a better job, to help you get a higher paying job. That's more of a newer concept that not everyone is familiar with. And in our mind, if we're not familiar with something, we, we tend to be a bit more skeptical and we tend to question it more. And that's what we see with a lot of parents, right? It's probably the same thing with your mom until you explain it to her anyway. Yeah. I mean, like just due to like our low income background, like my mom, um, like, you know, like I know a lot of like Asian parents or Asian students like go through SAT, ACT prep, but like my mom, like we just didn't have the money for me to go through something like that. But I mean, I, I guess like for her, um, just something with like something as important as my career, like it just flipped the switch in her where, you know, she couldn't afford the SAT two year prep for me, even, even though she wanted to, but like now she, you know, like is now supporting me in my career, which, you know, I, I mean, like I would take that trade off any day. I mean, hopefully, you know, if I did get SAT, you know, additional coaching prep, like that probably could have been a huge difference maker. But I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm glad that my mom um, made the right investment that you know, essentially mattered more. I mean, college is a pretty big decision, but I think, you know, getting a job in investment banking is in my opinion, a, a, like greater than kind of getting into college. Right. Cause the whole point of going to college is to get the best job possible. And now that you've gotten into banking, it's considered to be one of the best jobs you can get right out of school, right? Yeah, 100%. Uh, so, so that initial conversation wasn't easy, but especially given your mom's financial situation, being a single mom, you guys being low income, but how does she, how is she able to make that work financially for you guys? Like, did she just exhaust her savings or did you guys have to like go out and get resourceful to make things happen or? Like yeah, yeah, I mean, um, you know, like, it is a lot of money. And I think for her, it, you know, like my grandma has also been very supportive in me throughout my kind of education. And so obviously, you know, I 
like I had to sit down a conversation with my mom, my grandma and her. So because my mom was also at, at, in Korea at the time, helping my mom's motel business out because um, it was struggling to some degree. Um, and, you know, we just kind of talked about it. And um, my mom, obviously, you know, to some degree, it's kind of crazy to think, but she really took out a lot. Um, she kind of really sacrificed a lot for me to just go through this program. Um, and so I think for her, you know, having to pay for this program to some degree was kind of a emotional decision because there was always that question of, oh, like, what if, you know, he doesn't get the job. And so I think to, to, for her, it was kind of an emotional thing, but yeah. she kind of put the bullet. I kind of, you know, told her that I'm going to do whatever I can to break in and, um, you know, that she won't regret this. And I mean, we're sitting here today and she's, I think she's, she's not regretting anything. <laughs> but she, she, but she basically had to make a bet on you then that, Hey, if I spend this money, it's a lot of money for me, but if I spend this money, Justin's got to like do the work and get the job. Because if you, if you didn't do the work or if you didn't like execute on what you were supposed to execute on, you didn't get the job, then that money's gone. Right. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. You, you probably had to, she probably had to feel from you the level of commitment that you had to breaking into this field. Like it, it couldn't be this, it shouldn't be this like wishy-washy thing where if you're not, cause if you, if you're not super committed to breaking into banking, it doesn't matter what we do for you. You're just not going to get a job. Like you, you know how hard it was, right? Even with the program, even you being in the program, yeah. it wasn't like this job was just handed to you on a silver platter. Like how hard did you have to work to actually get the job still? It was like an insane amount of work, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, how much work, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it, I mean like, like even with like, you know, your help, like I still had to, you know, spend, you know, countless nights studying even if you know like even during the summer when i wanted to hang out with my friends i you know had to you know stay in and you know save some hours of studying for technicals or preparing for my interview skills or whatever so yeah i mean it's it's still requires a lot of work yeah i mean i just i just want to mention that because um i like sometimes i think some parents have this idea that oh if i'm paying for this for my kid to join this program then i'm giving them like the easy way out it's almost like i'm just buying their way into this industry for them but in reality that couldn't be further from the truth right because there's this is this relationship between me and you or you know our team and you is it's a coaching relationship right so it's kind of like you know a lot of professional athletes they have coaches right but you're never gonna say oh well just because LeBron James has a basketball coach, that means LeBron doesn't work hard to win the championship. Like LeBron is one of the hardest workers out there. Like as an athlete, if you don't put in the work, if you don't show up to practice, if you don't um, go to the gym, if you don't work harder than everyone else, uh, you're not going to win the game, right? The coach can only do so much, but that doesn't mean the coach isn't useful. Like the coach is there to help you set up the right game plan, do the, do uh, uh, lay out the strategies that, that are going to maximize your chances of success, right? The coach is there to like practice with you, run the right drills. The, the coach is there to answer your questions. Anytime you have questions, the coach is even there to um, monitor the, your progress during the game. And if you have questions or if you run into an in-game situation where you don't know how to react to be able to call timeout and talk to the coach, like there's a lot of things that the coach can do to help you succeed, but, without your own hard work and without your work ethic and without your uh, resourcefulness and how committed you are to this process, you're just not going to get the result. 
right? Yeah. So I mean, like one piece of advice for all the parents that are listening to this is um, don't don't think about this as if like, oh, now your kid's not going to have to do the work. Like they're going to have to work really, really hard. But the flip side of that is make sure that you know your kid is very serious about this job and make sure that you know your kid is absolutely committed to doing what it takes to get this job. Because if they're not, then you should not have them join this program because you're going to be wasting your money. Right. But if, if they are, they're 100% committed to this and you know they have a good work ethic and you know they're going to do the work that's required. And all they need is that little bit of guidance to like kind of help them, you know, get a leg up on the competition, push them over the top and help them avoid some of the common mistakes that a lot of people make when they try to do this on their own. Then, uh, then this could be a very good fit for them. Right. So that's, that's kind of how we think about that. Um, quick question on, on kind of the program itself, Justin, like, obviously you convince your mom to let you come to the program coming in, you probably have some expectations for what this might be, right? Like from the outside looking in, obviously you did your research on the business or on our business. You, you kind of like, we talked to you about what the program is, but hearing about it is one thing and actually going through it is probably a totally different thing, right? Yeah. What was your expectation coming in? And then like, what was reality kind of like and how similar or how different was that? Yeah, I mean, I would say expectations were, I mean, I, I mean, like, you know, John and Dean, who were both former clients, um, who are two years above me, you know, went through this program. So I think I had um, a good expectation in terms of like what I was going to get out of it. But, you know, now that I've actually gone through it, I, like, I just don't think that, you know, you can't really understand the benefit of the program without actually going through it. Like, you know, I think you can kind of say, this is what you do, this is what you do, but it's just like, when you actually experience it, it's a, it's a whole different thing, right? So I think, you know, obviously you have like the video modules, um, which to some degree can almost be seen as like a, like a video dump, right? It's just like, you, you just have these videos, but in my opinion, like that's only 20% of what you're getting in this program. I think what the other 80% or like whatever, it's like point being like the video modules, in my opinion, is a very small portion of what you're getting in this program. I think whether it's the office hours or the one-on-one meetings or, you know, the, the mock interviews, like I think, you know, invest in banking, you know, you can learn all these concepts all you want. You can study your behaviorals, but I think the execution is probably the most important part of these interview processes. And I think that's, you know, when I first was interviewing before the program, like I, you know, I think I made a lot of mistakes in terms of like under underestimating certain parts of the program. So I think, you know, what, what blew me away was just the level of support I got. Um, I mean, like, you know, when I was up until two or 3 a.m., no, I would just shoot you a text message, not really expecting you to respond. But like, you know, next thing I know, like I check my Slack notifications that like you, like I would ask you like a simple technical question and you would like have like 20 texts, like giving me the answer. So I mean, like the level of support I think was the huge thing. Like I just always knew that if I had a question, I knew someone I can go to. I just knew that I just had, you know, yeah, I mean, like I'm not trying to like toot your horn or anything, but I feel like, you know, I just had you in my corner whenever I, was struggling. And I think, you know, you really do a good job of making sure that, you know, we're always making some progress day in and day out. Like, like we don't ever feel stuck. And I think it really saved a lot of time for me on my process. So I think that it, it blew me out of the waters in terms of the amount of support that you provide for, you know, everyone you work with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is something that, and I appreciate that. That is something that we really mm. do pride ourselves on in terms of like how we try to be different from everything else that's out there on the market is, yeah mm-hmm. level through the level of support that we provide right to your yeah. being able to message us through slack anytime you want 24 7 on demand 
uh, and us getting back to you uh, in a very responsive way, not like, oh, I have a question, let me email Sam and I'll hear back in two or three days. Yeah. That's too slow when it comes to how quickly things are moving during investment banking recruiting, right? Yeah. Um, I think the other thing that's really different with us is, I mean, how much, I mean, you actually like, instead of me saying like, you tell me like, how much custom customization do you feel like, or personalization do you feel like there is in this program? Because most of, most of the stuff out there that our competitors are doing, it's like, here's a PDF file, you know, hundreds of pages or hundreds of questions. Everybody has the same PDF. I'll just go read it and just use the exact same answers. Or, you know, here's, like you said, a video dump. Everybody just watch the same videos and just use the exact same answers, right? And like, they don't ever talk to you. There's no support. Don't ask questions. Just like yeah. figure it out on your own, right? But for us, like, we, try, we don't believe in the one-size-fits-all approach, right? Because, I mean, like, how different do you think you were from say maybe our other client who went to Harvard and, you know, has a 4.0 GPA and, you know, came in with like three different internships on their resume or it's, it's just totally different ball game. Yeah, totally. Right. And so we have to personalize how we coach each individual, you know, it's like, if you're, if you're coaching Tom Brady versus if you're coaching a rookie quarterback, probably not going to do the exact same things with both of them they can both be successful but you got to handle right. it differently right would you agree with that yeah i mean i i think so like i, I think this goes back to an earlier point saying that the video modules are only 20 percent of what you're really offering right because i mean like i'll be honest like i, I you know I, like i did use those guides um but i think you know my utilization of those guides changed when I joined the program. So back then, like it was like my Bible uh, where like I would memorize these technical questions and a banker would, you know, like the typical question is walk me through a $10, if $10 of depreciation goes up, you know, walk me through the three statements, but this banker threw me, if $10 of depreciation goes down, how does it change the three statements? And so like, you know, stupidly enough, I just memorized a $10 increase and I said that answer, but point being like, <laughs> like, like, like those those guides, like for me, you know, before I joined the program was just like a Bible for me. But once I joined the program, it was more of a, okay, like, I feel like you taught me everything. Now it's time for me to kind of challenge myself. So to be quite honest, like, I just saw that as like a, like a practice extra question bank, yeah. um, where like, even some of the responses on there, like, like, I remember I'd ask you about them and, you know, like, I'd be like, wait, like, I think this is wrong. And like, like we would catch like a few answers on there that we thought were wrong or whatever. And they actually were wrong. So, I mean, for me, like, I would say like, you know, there is a huge level of customization, um, whether it's, you know, you spending hours, you know, working with me on my behavioral interviews or you answering specific technical stuff or, you know, even pulling up your whiteboard to certain concepts I don't understand. So, you know, like I do think that like recruiting isn't a one size fits all because, you know, maybe I needed more help with my technicals than someone else from like a target score or whatever. So I think like, you know, I think like that's what makes 80% of the program. It's like how available, how available you are, which, I think ties into the customization of it because you're around the clock available for whenever we need you. So I think, you know, like the 80% or the 20% analogy, if you want to use that, like the 80% is a customization and how available you are to helping, you know, each and every one um, in the program. Yeah. And it's, and it's not even, we've been talking about the technical interview, but it's not even just a technical interview, right? It's yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. a behavioral interview where we actually help you craft your own unique stories and answers to 
the interview questions that we know are going to be asked, right? Like your story is going to be different from everyone else's story, right? If I say, tell me about yourself, your resume and your background and the experiences that you've had are going to be different from every single other client that we work with. So there is no one size fits all answer. We got to highlight your strengths, right? Yeah. And we've got to conceal your weaknesses. Like it's different for everybody, right? And also yeah. that's, that's also why, I mean, and, and the Q&A aspect, being able to ask questions in time, I think that's huge. I think the other part that's huge is like the actual live instruction, right? Like yeah. us doing live instruction, you know, multiple times a week with our clients to actually teach them. It's just different. Like as human beings, the way most of us learn, um, it's kind of like going back to the, we, we spend a lot of time talking about all the money that people pay to go to college. Why do you pay so much money to go to college? It's like, why do you have to go to class or go to lecture and learn from a professor? Why do you have to go to section and, ask questions to your TA or go to office hours, why not just buy a college textbook and stay right. home and read the book on your own, right? right? Because you're going to learn a lot more effectively if you're learning from a professor who's a PhD in the subject matter and knows how to teach the concepts to someone who's brand new to the topic, right? And it's no different when it comes to investment banking recruiting. It's like, you know, this is almost just like another class you're taking in school, except you know, I'm the professor yeah. and we have assistant coaches on teams and things like that, as opposed to you trying to DIY everything and try to self-study and try to teach yourself a subject matter that you're not really well-versed in yet. It's just not going to be that effective. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, that, that's what I think really makes our program stand out or really makes it unique and different from everything else. Um, it's also why we charge the prices that we charge because so that we can provide that level of service, right? Like basically this program is for you if what you care about is quality um, because, you know, you understand how important it is uh, when it comes to your career. Like you're not trying to just get the cheapest thing. You're trying to get the best, right? right. Um, let's kind of fast forward a little bit. So then you went through the program and Obviously, ultimately, you ended up getting an offer. You broke into investment banking. Um, was your mom the first person you told after you got the offer? Or who was the first person you talked to? Um, well, I mean, so funny story. So I was actually home alone because okay. um, I think I got the offer call at like 830. And I think my mom had gone out to, I mean, it was COVID, but like I think she had went out to go to a friend's house to eat dinner. Yeah. Um, and I was just actually just watching a movie. And then I got the phone call. Um, and so obviously got the phone call and you know, the bank, the, 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 I had the analysts and the VP who interviewed me uh, and, you know, they obviously gave me the, they gave me the offer. And, you know, like even on the call, when they called me, I was just like, Oh my God, like this, this, this happened. Um, everything I've been working up for everything, my mom, the sacrifices she made, like all those hours, like it all paid off. And so, you know, after I got off the phone um, with the bankers that offered me, I kind of was like, just alone was like, wow. Like, like I was just like, I mean, like it, it wasn't that I was speechless that I knew I couldn't do it. It was just like, it was just, I guess, just like a self-reflection moment for me, just realizing that like it had finally worked out. Um, and so how long, how long had you been recruiting for at that point? Cause it was a long process. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I worked, started working with you in October yeah. and then I think um, I got the offer in August. Um, so it was like so, 10 months of like yeah i mean like in like, like during the summer like i think i was texting you more than my friends <laughs> so like point being like um 
and again, I was texting my friends a lot, but that just goes to how much I was texting, you know, I was probably annoying you, but um, I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> I've been mean, like, yeah, like I, you know, and then I kind of just let it sink in. And I think like my mom came home and, or before she came home, I called her like, I guess like an hour after, cause I was just like, holy cow. And I told her I got the offer and my mom, like she was like, I could, I could hear a bunch of people like, you know, talking cause they're all having fun. And she's like, give me a second. It's like, like, I need to go outside. I can't hear you. And I told her she got the offer and like, she just like, I could just tell in her voice that she was like crying. Um, and she was just like, you just made my, like my year. Um, and it was only August. So, uh, <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, like it, it, it was just a, it was just a pretty big moment for both of us. Cause one, like my mom had taken a sacrifice. Um, and me, it was, it was just, um, I guess like, you know, it was just like a whole different, you know, just getting the best possible. I mean, like I firmly believe that investment banking is the best job you can get out of college in terms of, you know, being a business student or whatnot. And so uh, I think, you know, just, it was just a good, good experience realizing that everything had paid off for us. And, uh, but yeah, yeah my mom. Sorry. It's that, it's that feeling where you're at the end of the marathon. You just ran the marathon 10 months yeah. and yeah. you worked so hard, all the training leading up to it running the actual race itself and then you cross that finish line and you it's just like such a huge burden off your shoulder and at the same time it's like oh that was all of that work was worth it because yeah here I am right I got I got I got the outcome that I'm looking for so I'm sure that was an amazing feeling for you what why do you think your mom was so emotional I guess yeah, I mean, I mean, look, like she, she, like she gave up a lot for me to just go through this, right? I mean, it wasn't like the easiest thing for us to do, um, and so I think it was just emotional for her because, you know, like the investment she made in this program was probably the biggest investment. I mean, I don't want to say it was the biggest investment, but it was probably one of the biggest investments she's ever made in my life, uh, right? Um, and so. I think for I her, just <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it's aside from college, but. Uh, like, I, like, I just think for her, like, what made it so emotional was, I mean, obviously, you know, we've, you know, we've always been kind of living paycheck by paycheck. And, you know, like, it, you know, investment banking is is a very high paying job. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that um, that wasn't a factor to some degree. I'm um, obviously, I, you know, like, I, I think the work that investment banks do is quite intriguing. I'm excited to kind of start my career there and, you know, hopefully have a long term career. But I think that, you know, money was definitely kind of a factor realizing that I'm going to be making more money than my mom ever makes in a year just my first year out of college and so you know she's worked tirelessly for you know 57 years um just trying to put food on the table for me put some clothes on my back and now at the age of 23 or whatever 22 years old like I kind of want her to realize that you know now it's kind of my turn to kind of give her you know give it back and I promised her that you know from my summer analyst paycheck which should be anywhere from 20,000 to 30,000 that the first thing I'm going to do is you know pay her back for the investment she made for this program and so um, that's kind of like the first promise that I made for her and you know it's going to happen very soon I can tell you that <laughs> yeah no that's um that's an amazing story man I mean thanks for sharing that and being open with it um, yeah, I mean especially you know your mom being a single mom and you guys you know growing up like you said paycheck to paycheck not having a whole lot of money. Mm. Um, I'm sure you guys are just super close and you know, you, you've always probably depended on her a lot to give you a lot of things. And at the same time, you being her son, she probably also depended on you for a lot mm-hmm. of things. Although I'm sure growing up, it's been, it, it's probably more lopsided where she's taking care of you more versus yeah. the way around. 
Yeah. Now that you're now that you're going to be graduating into an investment banking job, and like you say, you're going to make more money in your first year than she's ever made in her entire career. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of like the tables have turned, and now now you you're capable of going forward, probably taking care of her and yeah, making sure that she has a better life, especially given all the. All, all the sacrifices that she's made just to get you to where you are, right? And I mean, yeah. honestly, dude, like, I mean, people can have their opinions about money and all that. Obviously, everyone wants to make more money, but at the end of the day, it's not really just about making money just to have money, right? Like, we all want to right. make money because it's primarily so that we can provide a better life for the people that we care about, that we love and that we care about, right? Whether that's our... Um, parents or our siblings or our uh, kids in the future our spouse you know you're not married yet obviously but right like wherever it is like but that that's what it's all about right it's just like just like how your mom tried to give you a better life and then and then in the future you're going to try to give um, your own family a better life as well and right. so i think that's honestly that's a big reason why i love doing what i do is like yes obviously i run this business Yes, you know, I'm a capitalist. Yes, I want to make a lot of money. Yes, <laughs> all of that. But also, it's very fulfilling for me. Um, just every single time we see our clients break into banking, and we know that their life is about to change for the better. Right. And I know that. I mean, I have a very similar background as you, which I mean, you know, I, I, uh, I didn't have like a single mom or anything, but. Like yeah. my family, we're all, we were also immigrants. We also didn't have a lot of money. It's also a lot of like paycheck to paycheck stuff growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of financial stress yeah. in our, in our house growing up where <laughs> our parents were always arguing. Um, they were trying their best and I'm yeah. super grateful for everything they did for me and my sister, but they're trying their best. But sometimes when you don't have money, it's just such a stressful thing. And yeah, that's why I was always so motivated um, financially. I was like, I want to break into an industry that's high paying, not because I'm greedy or whatever, but just because I've yeah. seen what that can do to a family. Right. And I was like, I want to make sure that in the future when I have my own family and now I'm married and now I have a, a kid and I have my second kid on the way, actually like we starting my thanks. Yeah. And, and having started my career from banking and just my entire trajectory after that, um what that's allowed me to do is as a family like we don't really ever worry about the things that i used to have to worry about or my parents used to have to worry about when i was growing up right not not saying we don't have any worries we do worry about stuff we have others everybody has different things going on in their lives but i know for a fact that it's a lot less stressful when i compare how my life is now versus what my life was growing up where you know, how, how it was for my parents. Right. And so yeah. at the end of the day, that's what gives me the satisfaction because I've seen both sides of that personally. And so every time I see, I see one of my students or one of my clients break into banking, um, especially someone like you who maybe, you know, didn't, wasn't already coming from a wealthy background or whatever. It's like, I, I know yeah. how big an impact that can be. Yeah. So that's, that's, I'm, I'm really, really honored to, just have been able to play like a small part in this process, right? Because all I say small part because obviously ultimately 
it comes down to what you do and you right. have to put in the work and uh, what you do is always going to be more important than what I'm able to do. But, um, yeah. but even just being able to play a small part in that, like that's hugely satisfying and fulfilling for me and hearing the story that you just told about you and your mom and how emotional she got, like that just, I mean, that just warms my heart. Right? Like that's what I get yeah. up for in the morning. Um, and that's yeah. what makes me excited to do the work that I do. Right. So, yeah, totally. I mean, thank you for that opportunity, honestly. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been quite a journey. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, awesome, man. I mean, I think those are all the questions uh, that I had. I don't know if you had anything else to add, but you know, if you do, you know, feel free to do it. Otherwise, if not, you know, we can kind of wrap it up here. Yeah. I mean, I would probably say, you know, the, the person listening to this podcast is probably in a position where, you know, they're thinking whether or not this program is worth it. Um, and, you know, obviously I'm, I'm going to be biased because I had a great result, but I, but I, you know, I, I firmly do think that, you know, if I put myself in my shoes where like, you know, where it was me considering the program, you know, like it, it all totally makes sense, you know, the, the hesitation that people may have, but I think that, you know, with my mom, you know, she kind of bit the bullet um, and, you know, obviously the result was great, but I mean, I would say like this program is, you know, like whatever is kind of offered in this program is going to pay enormous dividends for anyone that joins, whether you're from a high income background or low income background, like, you know, like you're going to get a lot out of it. It's by no means going to be an easy process. It's, you know, and, and again, like I, I, I think you said earlier, like people are like, what, like buying their way into investment banking. Like, I don't think that's necessarily true because like, if I hadn't put in the work, like I would not be breaking into investment banking. And so like, I think that, yes, like it is an investment after all. And you know, hopefully if you just, you know, are coachable and you kind of just, you know, trust the process to some degree, like, I think that, you know, you know, the parent listening to this interview or the, the, the like your future, I guess, candidates listen to this podcast or interviewer, you know, I, I think they're going to realize that this is really an investment that is going to pay tenfold, like when you're in invested banking or, you know, if you decide to go to private equity or what or whatnot, like, I think this is like just a small incremental investment for like your future. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. So, um, again, Justin, thank you for taking time to come on here and share your perspectives with us. Um, obviously, uh, you know, we really enjoyed working with you and uh, we're glad that, you know, you got the result that you got. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, for those of you that are listening out there, you know, hopefully this was insightful for you guys. Um, if after listening to, to this, you guys have any questions, um, feel free to reach out to me directly. Um, you can email me, you know, sam at wallstreetmastermind.com. Shri is abbreviated to SD. Um, or you can reach out to me on LinkedIn or on Facebook. Um, I'm pretty much active in uh, all of those places. So I'll definitely get back to you if you have any questions. But uh, otherwise, guys, that'll be it for today. All right. Um, again, Justin, thank you so much for your time. And uh, that'll be it. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wall, stmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.